start or semi-late start to let's talk football with Shawnee and friends i'm Shawnee, and i have my friends here we have one who's going to pop on in a minute but we are going to go ahead and get started since we're already running behind so i have my friend rashad here he's back on the show back baby <laughs> to talk we're talking nfc's football we're talking week five um a very uh uneventful week for the nfc east absolutely but look, we're gonna jump right into it and i think the best way to jump into i don't even got my i don't got my banner up i don't got nothing see we got let's talk football um we're gonna start with the matchups like let's just jump right into it the standings have not changed we got philly at five and oh still undefeated um they're leading the pack then you got dallas washington and my my new york football giants are perched right in the basement absolutely and we're gonna so we don't have anyone from philly on this week next week we will and and we'll dive into you know honestly how well philly is doing and why they're literally a team that no one's talking about um but we're gonna start this since everyone else in the nfc east lost we're actually gonna start it with the team that lost by the least amount of points which is my new york giants mm -hmm. um <laughs> Oh. is or that okay team, or the team with the most losses either way works either way it's, it's the Giants wow save all that energy um <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I like the spice save it save save it for your team but my New York Giants we played Miami and we lost the score was 16 to 31 but we have the smallest points, uh, the least amount of points that we lost by, which was 15. Um, so what can I say about the Giants that I did not say last week, other than there were two things that I had right about the game. So one of which being, we were not going to get drugged by, uh, by Miami. They were not putting up 70 points. We weren't doing that. And I think that was kind of just the standard. Like, we don't want to be the Broncos. Like, you're not putting 70 on us. You're not about to embarrass us on TV um, again or at all. Um, <laughs> but my Giants only lost by 15 points. And the other thing um, that I talked about, which was Miami's offense is crazy fast. Um, I, I think the fact that we held them to just 31 points, um, one of which we can thank Tua for um, getting us that good pick six, 102 yards to the house. We appreciated that little gift, but um, their offense is crazy fast. Like I, I we watched it. Um, we watched what they have done to other teams. And the fact of the matter is, I don't think there is a corner. Um, I don't think there's a corner in the league right now who can really stop or or jam up any of their receivers like um and they had a they have a running back and i literally forgot to write his name down and i know he got injured in the game which i don't remember seeing yes 
um, got injured in the game. And, and again, like I said, I don't remember seeing him get injured because um, I did see him pretty much just embarrass our entire secondary uh, throughout the game. But yeah, I mean, we're not good. We're officially not a good team. And we also play Buffalo next. The Giants are at this weird space, and I think we're at a turning point, which is right now, currently, we stand in about the five to six draft position as far as, like, that's how bad we are and where we'll be drafting this year. And the question is, is that the goal? Like, is draft positioning the goal right now, or are we trying to salvage this season, right? Like, we're not in a space where it's like, oh, there's nothing you can do. You suck. Just, you know tank and call it a day like we pay daniel jones a lot of money so we can't technically just tank but we're also not really in a position it doesn't look like we're in a position to do literally anything better than what we're doing um so yeah that that's that's my take on the game um like i said i was i'm glad we at least held them to 31 like we know miami could have ran the score up on us um but Tua giving us the ball twice also didn't help them like He's he's definitely a good quarterback, but I don't think he's great and he doesn't really do anything amazing. Like he's been healthy this year. And again, he has just all these fast receivers. I mean, it it's hard not to look bad, but he also makes really bad throws. And again, you know, one in the red zone that helped us, um, which were our only that was our only touchdown. Um, and over the past two games, all we've had are defensive and special team points. So you can't win a lot of games like that. You really can't win any games like that because we aren't winning any games. So that's where we are. What you got to say? What you got to say about my team? I, um, I, I'm i going to first attack what you said about Tua uh, not being too good. I think he is pretty good. Um, right now he's leading the league in, in yards at 1,614. Um, I mean, most of those are probably from the Broncos game. Well, I don't I think I mean, it got to the point where I think he got pulled in the second half. And so I don't even think he he went too crazy because, you know, they I think they took him out in the second half. So, um, yeah. And, and they ran the ball a lot in that game as well. But yeah, so I'm going to disagree with Tua not being so good. And we can't say anything about his weapons because, I mean, one, the, the running back is a rookie and um Waddle is 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 relatively young as well. I mean, they they put a good team around him, yeah, and and he's getting the job done. So we can't take anything away from him for doing that. I think he's he he's probably not the front runner for MVP right now, but he is no. up there with with, with Josh Allen, um, Patrick Mahomes, and and uh, whoa 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 for MVP. Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa whoa, whoa 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 whoa. You're putting Tua up there with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. For for league MVP this year, yes, he's he's playing on that 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 caliber. And and you look at, I mean, Josh Allen did beat Tua in the head to head, but Josh Allen just just took a loss. He has two two losses. Um, okay. So Tua's, Tua team is is playing a little better, and you know the MVP does take into consideration how your how well your team is performing. Right now, Tua has uh, one loss. Josh Allen has two, and um, Patrick Mahomes has one. So yeah, I I. I I just wanted to throw that in there because I, I don't want to throw no shade to his way. He 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 gets a lot of shade, and for for what reasons I don't know. 
Um, so I just had to take up a tour real quick. But so I'm a, here's my counter with that. When we're talking about MVP, because I was actually doing some research specifically, and I, I literally went down like a whole rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I understand that now it seems like the standard is that your MB, your league MVP is more than likely going to be a quarterback. Absolutely. And I feel like we kind of look past what that really means. When we talk MVP, I feel like now we're just talking, oh, well, which quarterback's doing really well compared to everyone? Because in my opinion, I wouldn't put Tua in the, sorry, I wouldn't put Tua in the running for MVP and you put it as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Because again, I have Christian McCaffrey as as is in the MVP race right now. I, I mean, I think outside of quarterbacks, He's hands down one of the best players in the league. And he is, he's absolutely like, I, I personally think if there was an MVP race right now, and I said it last week, Christian McCaffrey is in the top three, top five. He's not number five. Right. I would agree. Um, and again, it, it has become over the years, uh, basically a quarterback award, uh, which I think they should look into changing. Um, similar to like baseball, where baseball, the, you you have the Cy Young for for the best pitcher um because we when you compare like success of a team when the pitcher is out there pitching it's kind of like the quarterback play so the 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 you can have a running back not have a good game and the team can still be successful but you can't it's very hard to have a quarterback have an awful game and the team still be successful so they, I mean, just based off of the position and how much runs through them, they touch the ball every, almost every single snap, everything runs through the quarterback. Yeah, I think they should. Um, they they rightfully deserve to be the MVPs, but I think they should at this point separate it because I don't think a, a non-quarterback has won the award since like 2013. I think that was Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but, it's. That's how I went down this whole, like, I went through this whole, like, rabbit hole about it when it came to MVP. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna get to why I ran and I got in that little rabbit hole. Oh yeah, we can get we can get to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk since you know again there's not much I I could say about my team. Yeah, I will give you the floor. Um, so up next is gonna be Washington who lost. We did uh, on Thursday night to the Bears with the the next uh what was it twenty points? Uh, we lost by twenty. Yes, we did. We lost by twenty. Yes. All right, you got the floor. Uh. It was a tough one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was a tough, it was a tough watch, especially the first half. Um, we, we're getting off to slow starts. That's that's becoming a trend for us uh, this season. Uh, we're getting off. The were slow you at the game? I didn't. I did not go to this game. No. Oh, okay. uh, thank God. Uh, I would. I would have <laughs> hated to be there for that game. Um, but yeah, we're getting off the slow starts. That that looks to be the trend for us. Um, and I know it, it is tough. Uh, the quick turnaround. Um, playing on Sunday and then having to prepare and play on Thursday, especially for, I mean, it is an 0-4 team in the Bears, but um, someone like Justin Fields, who is so dynamic, he can run the ball. Um, he, he's improving passing the ball, but he he's a tricky quarterback to prepare for. Um, so you, you would, in an ideal situation, you would want a full week uh, to prepare for that team. But I'm not going to make excuses on this one. That team was on 4 they let, they lost 14 straight games and and we let them off the hook and we didn't we didn't look good. We didn't look good. It's no way around that. And they had they also they also had to um prepare 
in a, a short span as well. So it, it's really no and excuse. And travel. That is correct. So it's really no excuse. Um, but when I think about this and I've been thinking about it, that's like the only that's like the thing. The only thing that can come to mind is why we look so bad and got off to a slow start. Um, but let's get let's get to the X's and O's. Um, defense, defense, uh, defense dropped the ball. Uh, coming into this season, uh, you look at it, the, the amount of first round picks that we have on, on that side of the ball, the amount of money that is uh, invested into that side of the ball, that is supposed to be um, the thing that drives this team, uh, the defense. They're supposed to set the tone. And um, again, we have a, a quarterback who's in his second year who's basically a rookie. So, um, Wait, I thought Sam Howell played last year. He played one game. He played the last game of the season against okay. Dallas. That, that he did win. He did win. But um, he's basically a rookie. He's in the second year. But um, we know the strong point. The strong point of this team is the defense, and so far that has not been the case. Uh, we're giving up over thirty points a game, um, and in that game, uh, the first half, I think uh, Chicago scored on each possession that they they had the ball um they controlled the time of possession and um it just was it just was ugly from the start um the talent on that that side of the ball forces me to look at the coaching um the the coaching the the play calls um and it, it looks like we because we have that strong front four that defensive line that we have it looks like our coaches are reluctant to 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 um to rush five more than four to blitz because they're dependent on that four and right now the four is not the, the four defensive linemen that we have is not getting to the quarterback putting enough pressure on the quarterback um and that's killing us right now so i think uh, moving forward, we will see Jack Del Rio dialing some more, dialing some more uh, blitzes, some blitz packages uh, to put pressure on these quarterbacks and to help our, our struggling secondary out. Uh, secondary is getting torched, and we need to do something to help them out. Um, but the slow starts from the offense is also hurting us. Um, every single game, we started slow on offense except for uh, the Eagles game. Which well, y'all yeah, couldn't do that. We couldn't, and it did. It resulted in a loss. But all in all, I think that was the one of the best games this season that we played against the Eagles. So to turn, so can around, I say something real quick? It's really yeah. the reason why I want to stop you real quick. And let me, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring two in. We got <clears throat> two our resident Dallas fan. I was like, somebody from Dallas coming on here and getting smoked tonight. But um, before we do that. So it was really funny. So last week we had Savin. He was talking about this game. And Savin was very adamant about how y'all were going to win this game. I he was been. like, we're, we're, we're dragging Justin Field up and down. Like, we trying to put, you know, he was trying to, it's supposed to be the opposite of the 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 um <clears throat> the Buffalo game. Like, I think Savin may have said y'all was going to put 70 on, on Chicago because they, they hadn't won a game. And like you said, 14 games that they had their 14 game losing streak. Um, so if Sam was on here, I would be giving him all this smoke, but I'm gonna give it to you because y'all also lost. It's not like this game also just wasn't competitive. 
Like it wasn't competitive. Hey, like, hey, can, can, I, can I jump in this? Sis? Go ahead. Um, it's no disrespect to any Washington fan. I was actually rooting for the commanders or whatever their name is at any point in time. Uh, I was I was rooting for I was rooting for them and I was like, yeah, I turned the game off. Because I was like, it's no way. Um I was shocked. I was shocked. I wanted to hear like a Redskins fan's perspective on that game because I was just like that's the true testament of what they call it any given sunday yeah any given sunday it could go it can go down these are professional athletes against professional athletes and i think that us as fans forget that these are professional athletes but look at the performance you saw against philly like i watched the philly game I mean, it went into overtime. Like, it was a dogfight. And we know, like, divisional games are always going to be played totally different. And maybe that could have went into it, right? Like, y'all put it all on the line against Philly and then had to turn it around, um, you know, against Chicago on a Thursday night, which, you know, again, those short games. But one thing we had said last week, Rashad, and you, and I, I would love to hear your perspective on this. And <clears throat> I know Savin is in the comments, so Savin, you can go ahead and chime in too. One thing I said last week, and I say it again, even after watching this game, is the inconsistency, right? Like, Washington, I don't know what to think of Washington yet because y'all played so hard. Y'all was in this dogfight with Philly. You see the talent. You see that spark. And then to fall like this. But then you, it like this game and then the Buffalo game. But, you know, when you play the Cardinals, like, I just don't see the consistency yet with Washington. And I, I don't know what to think about the team because I'm like, it's, it's just inconsistent. If you look at all five games, you don't know what you're going to get when they come out. Yeah, no, that's that's um, that's fair. That's definitely fair. You don't know um, what, what we're going to what you're going to get, especially coming off of a, a good game to uh, who some think is the best team in the NFC and the Eagles. Um and I think. Wait, it, did you just say something? Whoa, 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 buddy! I mean, some people, some right. people can can make an argument for the Eagles to be the best team in in the NFC. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it is definitely mind boggling to to see that that type of uh, performance on the road, in fact, and then turn it around against a, a team that's on four and and have that that uh put on the field um it was it wasn't pretty but um it's 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 small things it's one or two plays it's um our first drive uh we 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 got we got we we did well um on on second down it was a pass to our tight end who i feel if he would have turned his shoulders and got and dipped and got the first down we're not facing a third and one where we run the ball we we no gain and now that what could have been a first down turns into a three and out. It's small things like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, uh, the Bears did what they did. They ran the ball. They they completed passes. They controlled the time. And our second possession, we had uh, we we had another three and out. So um, it, it's 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 small things. It's, it's, it's small things that I'm seeing uh, that is causing us to, I mean, in this case, fall to a superior team. I mean, a, a team that, an inferior team, you know what I'm saying? But can uh, I also share this crazy stat that I saw on Twitter? 
that Washington is one in three in the black uniforms, even though I think they're absolutely awesome. I, I love those uniforms, but y'all are apparently one in three in the black uniforms. So I was told that the black uniforms are cursed. I, th uh, th I think we had them on when we played uh, when we played the Eagles last year and we beat beat the Eagles in them. I think I think that's not so, what the that's not actually you know who told me that Kendrick. But I th I think we had them on when we when we that one game we won in them. I think it might have been against the Eagles. I'm not sure. I, don't, I was don't told Atlanta is the only time y'all won in those um, black uniforms. Okay, okay. So, all right. So first of all, let Jim out there for aesthetically pleasing reasons. The black uniforms do hit. They go they so do. hard. They 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 do they do hit, but as far as prosperity and winning, and does it work for y'all? Probably not. I like the black uniforms. You got. I, I like them too. I'm not even a Redskins fan. Yeah, hey, y'all know I'm not a Redskins fan, right. but uniforms go hard. They uniforms don't like. Hard. I like switch the swag up. Something got to change. The uniforms go hard. I, the uniforms go hard and. And we're gonna see what we're made up made about going on the road to Atlanta. Um, mm -hmm. We got we got somewhat of a small little bye bye week. We got extra time to to prepare for them. Uh, we're gonna see what we're about. We're gonna see what our coaching staff is about. We're gonna see what our players are about. We're gonna see what our, our captains and our leaders on the team are about. And we're gonna see if we if if we see a difference. We're playing another team, at the, uh, Atlanta. I, I believe they're three and one, but their record, in my opinion, doesn't match the team i don't think they are uh a, 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 a superior team than us i don't think they're the top of the nfc or anything like that so this is a good opportunity for us to you know get that bad taste out of our mouth and see what we're made of and last last fun fact that i also found in my little my little rabbit hole sam howell has been sacked 29 times and yeah. that's another thing like even for my giants yeah, with Daniel Jones being sacked a total of 28 this season so far. That I think is two things that we do have in common that you also can't win games when your quarterback has no time. You're not going to win games when you're honestly putting your quarterback at risk of, you know, a serious injury. Right now, Daniel Jones has an injury. He's questionable for um, the game against Buffalo, which, I mean, if he's not playing and we're, we got Tyrod, I mean, there's just literally no hope for us no hope with um, <laughs> like it just isn't but how has got 29 sacks on a year I, that's I a lot for week five when i raise my hand in the go class ahead. go ahead because just, just, just in the classroom uh, because um i do want to ask a redskins fan or command what, what's the appropriate term Hey, hey, either either or fine with me. Either or. Uh, okay, all right, cool. Because I just want to make sure I was politi politically correct on this one. All right, so. Technically, commanders. Like. <laughs> what happened with Heineke? Because, like, I I, I always want to know. I always been trying to figure it out because I I don't even like y'all, but that was my dog. Wait, Just Taylor cause... Heineke? Yes, I, he I, like, I like them. I like them. I don't know what happened. But I want an explanation from somebody that actually loves the team that can explain it because I didn't understand. I was like, they played for him differently than anybody oh. that was on the center. Yeah, Heineke actually, um, he, he plays for Atlanta now. Yeah. Oh. He plays for Atlanta now. Yeah. But um, Heineke, Heineke, they did play well for him. I mean, and you could tell the team was behind him. Um, but he he was just one of those players that he played with his heart. He played with his heart. Um, 
Yes, not, the most, not the most talented guy, not the strongest arm. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, highly touted. Yeah, that's literally like someone saying, like, you don't like a girl, and you're like, I mean, she has a great personality. <laughs> no, hey, what example I give you like a couple weeks ago? I was like, tell her how the kid could put his hand over his face and just wing that bitch. Somebody was going to go get it. Right, right. No, and you know, yeah, he he was, you know, the, the fan favorite, especially last year between uh Carson Wentz and um Ooh, Carson, Carson yeah Wentz. Carson Wentz but um I, 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 I do think we we did want to bring him back but um we were we were rolling with with Sam Howe and um we were we were we were giving Sam Howe the opportunity and I, I think that uh you know I think um uh, Heineke just thought he had a better opportunity in Atlanta but yeah, yeah I, you won't get me to say anything bad about about Heineke just because he you know you could tell he he gave his all every time he stepped on the field you know what I'm saying exactly, That's exactly. you 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 respect you respect those players like that you know yeah. but yeah well we're gonna to you a little late I, I said that you know this week we're starting off by the least <laughs> amount of points and a loss to the most amount. Oh, I'll be being petty. I'll be being petty. I'll be being petty. That brings us to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God. A team in America. Um mm. in prime time. And, they can't give me a shot. and here, here here we go. Here's where I salivate in it because we got dog walked by y'all just for y'all to hype all this stuff up for this game. And let's not let's and, and in all seriousness. This was an exciting game. Like, everyone wants to see it. These are two big teams. We know the history with San Fran. Like, there's history with San Francisco and the Giants when it comes to playoffs. There's history with San Francisco and Dallas when it comes to playoffs, right? Like, you, you, we all saw the gravitas of it. Um, 32 points. Mm. 32 points. And I'm actually, you know, between you or Brian, I didn't care who came on. And it's actually interesting that you came on because of the conversation we had when we spoke after the Cardinals lost. So you you unfortunately are getting all the smoke on the bad games. No, I got, I got you. That's what I'm Kyrie, bring, hey, bring me that bottle, Kyrie. I got okay. you. <laughs> Tell us about your Dallas Cowboys losing to San Francisco 42 to 10. Go ahead. Um, you got it. You got the flu. All right. So I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to take the smoke for all the Cowboy fans that are delusional that don't understand what is in front of your face. Um, our defense is good, but it's only so much you can do. That's like, if you tell me to check the best wide receiver every play, to defend the best running back every play, and then I go off on the field and then my offense gives me nothing, I'm going to be looking at you sideways. When we had this conversation, when Trayvon Diggs, when that Dak in the preseason, called him, what do you call him, a bitch-ass nigga? <laughs> he called him a bitch-ass nigga. Like, you ain't know like. And, and I'm like, how did the audio get so clear? He was wrong for it. But, was sick. but you, you can see it now. Um, our offense does nothing. Um, there's no way around it. There's no way to even top a plea and say anything. I won't make an excuse because I've been a Cowboy fan since I was like four years old. Like, ain't no way around it, bro. Like, your defense is stepping up. And then when they do need you to show up, you don't. And he's proven that he doesn't. The only reason that Dak 
Rain Prescott wins is because of other people around him. It's been proven for over seven plus years now. Ain't no more negotiating, ain't no more talking. You're not that good, bro. That's literally what I see every time I watch the Cowboys play. Like that first year when he got his shot, that team was built for Tony Romo. And everybody in the world knows it. That that offensive line was built for Tony Romo. They brought in Zeke for Tony Romo. Zeke doing his prime. You could you could dump off, do a screen. Every time he throws a pass, bro, like and somebody can question question me on it as much as they want, but he would throw a five yard pass. The person that caught the ball run for like 80 yards. And like, oh, that's the greatest. Like, no, your players are the greatest. Not you. You ain't do none of that. They ran Dez out of town. Dez wasn't a problem. You were the problem. When Tony Romo was there, like, it was money. You already knew you could throw it to the 88. So now Dez is a problem. So then you, you fired the fired offense coordinator. He the problem. No, bro. It could be, remember I told you the, the uh, option where it was like, it could be three and five. It'd be, it could be third down, third and five. And um, Dak's still sitting in the pocket and would throw a 20 yard interception or a complete pass. When you could just pick that shit up yourself. Yeah. He, well, here's he sucks, the thing. Like, not I running say it like that. But Dak, I think Dak, especially when you look at his injury history, like it's very obvious he's afraid to get another one. players get hurt. So what? But he's he like he's not sacrificing his body anymore. He wants to sit back there and and like you said, he wants to just be able to chuck it up and someone get there. Like I don't know what he saw. Like that last interception when in the third quarter when the game was legitimately over, that last interception, I have no clue what he was thinking. Like he chucked it up and it just hung in the air for so long. Like I was sitting, me and my sister were watching it. And I was just like, who the hell is he throwing that to? I was like, okay, we'll overthrown. My sister goes, it'll probably get intercepted. And it literally happened. And like, we just like busted out laughing, but it was just like, uh, and, and I said this, I think that all the chatter from week one and week two was the idea that Dak is just going to be good. He's not great. He's just going to be good. But because Dallas has a really, really good defense and a pretty good offense with a somewhat good quarterback, y'all thought y'all were just going to coast to the Super Bowl. Not the NFC Championship game. Not multiple wins. Like, the Super Bowl. And... And 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 when the game started, they did the whole like montage of like San Francisco and Dallas and all this other stuff. I went to do research because I was like, okay, I know Dallas hasn't been to the Super Bowl in a while. When was the last time they went to conference championship? That was literally when they went. To- yeah, when they won Super Bowl, that was 1996, the 1995 season. 95, 96 season, yes. Right, that was the last time. What were you doing in '96? I was in fifth grade. Like my sister. I, I, I was in fourth. I was in fourth. Like, I was a kid. It has been that long. And what I found when I looked at the history of Dallas in the playoffs, what I found to be very interesting is, like, some of the years that you guys were in the playoffs, you had stacked rosters. Like, you had good teams. I, I like you, I agree. Like, I think if you were to switch Dak Prescott and uh, Kirk Cousins, you would get the same results. 
they're just good quarterbacks that generally just have a bunch of really good weapons around them. You know I'm what? That, I, th I think that Kirk Cousins is better. Sorry, I know I'm black. I'm supposed to go for the black guy, but I think Kirk Cousins is better. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is better too. I uh, I think Dallas's problem is, I I, I, I don't. I don't think that that defense is as good as everybody think as everybody says it is. It's not. Um, oh, you 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 all give up the run a lot. Uh, def uh, offenses can run the ball on you all. I think you all you all have a a, a pretty good uh, pass rush, um, and you all create turnovers. Um, and in the first few games, I think you. I think they create turnovers against bad quarterbacks. They, Exactly. They create like I, we can't look because here's my thing. You can't look at the Patriots game as a oh, well, they create a bunch of turnovers. It didn't impress me at all. Right. And even in that game, y'all scored like 31, Eight. 38 points or something like that. 14 of them were for your from your defense, right? So like that kind of feeds into more of the deck is just okay than it is. No, you know, he's not even okay. I, he's not even okay. I mean, or good. Sorry. I, I, I'd say this. He's not I'm gonna okay. say this. Cowboys defense is 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 good. It's not great like we were. We were the first couple. Well, after the uh, Giants and the Jets game, it's not great how the media put it out there. Cowboys defense is good. Um, when you all are scoring and turning it, turning the teams over, that team is 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 pretty good. Your your team is good off of that. But one thing that I think uh, people probably don't even think about this. I think one big mistake that the Cowboys made was releasing Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott, although his his career, I mean, he he definitely wasn't the best back in in Dallas anymore. But he's a back that can set the tone. He's a back that when you okay. need, sure, sure. Two, three yards, we have to go. We have to go on the journey with Rashad because I didn't know he was going with. This. When you, when you, <laughs> I understand. Okay, but I, I got you. I, I, I'm, I'm we here. We here. Two, three yards. He, he he's the guy. He's the bell cow. He's big. Um, Tony Pollard is not y'all, and y'all have this team set up where it. Mike McCarthy said we need to run the ball more. Tony Pollard is not a bell cow type back that can he's carry not. 25, 26 times. He's not a bruiser. No, he's Zeke small. was. Zeke was, and Zeke was a locker room guy. And I think y'all missing him. In games when you need to be physical, you need to run the ball, y'all can't do this. Y'all are a team that needs to establish the run, mm. take, pressure, take pressure off of Dak Prescott, and not have your defense keep coming back on and off the field. Give your defense some time to rest. And Pollard only had four carries in the in the first half. He only had eight carries the whole game. Some but of that but you know where that comes from? It, it comes from money, though. Like It's not like, it's not like they didn't want to keep Zeke. There is a business side yeah. for everything. He was willing, he was willing to come back and restructure and restructure. He, he signed that. with the Patriots. He could have easily re-signed with you all. But I think some of Jerry Jones, he he wants it to be Tony Pollard's uh backfield and no media or no distractions about oh what's Zeke gonna do? Or he I, I think that's I think that was a mistake. That's just me. When you got somebody that's a locker room guy, somebody who, I mean. Galvanize the team. Galvanizes the team, and he sets the tone with, with whether it's a picking up a block 
or just getting that one yard. Sometimes getting that one yard, it, it makes a difference. And knowing yeah. that you got, got that guy in the backfield that, you know, defense is going to know he's going to bring it. I mean, Tony Pollard, don't get me wrong. He's he's shifty. He's good in space. But um, if if the the from, from right now, right now on offense, y'all don't have an identity. Y'all don't. Y'all don't have an identity. So hold on, Rashawn, can I ask you? Oh, go ahead. So you was gonna ask. Oh, no, go I said because I'm I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't want to be biased. What do you think about number four? Can can I do that? Okay. Uh, me I, or Rashad? Both you both y'all. I, I want I want both y'all responses. I, I, I honestly don't think Dak is a bad quarterback. I think that um, when too much is on his plate, he 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 he. I mean, what we've seen is he he makes mistakes. He throw he throws interceptions. Um, it's it's hard for him to to get down and you have to put everything on him to try to bring you back with, with him throwing the ball. Now I think he he works well when he uh you got the run going, you're able to uh make plays off of play action, hit his tight end, uh you know, things like that. But when defenses know okay, Dak is passing, I think that works in the favor of the defense. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Um, the money you had to pay him because you know he's the only he was the the option at, the at time, that yeah. time, and it was it's just, it's just the market. But I don't think he I don't think he's uh, a bad quarterback. I just think when offense when defenses know it's time for him to pass to bring bring y'all back. I think they'll 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 I think they're fine with that. All right, can I, can I uh, Shani, before you ask one more question? All right, so, so you, no, you play you, my opinion. All right, no, so you play you play ball before, right, bro? So, um, don't every take quarter, my question. Every, I had a question every, about every, that too. Every quarterback you've ever played with, right? When they get to the line, don't they have like audibles or other choices or like you can hit a play call in your headset or you can yeah. see the signals. Doesn't the quarterback have an opportunity to change the play? It depends on uh, the coach. Um, some some quarterbacks don't have that that freedom to do so. Um, depends right. on the coach. Depends on uh, you know the relationship with the coach and the trust. So I don't know if he if he is able to. I, I'm, I'm sure at this point he is able to audible. I don't know, but it it, it would depend on the trust uh, with the coach trusting the quarterback, allowing him to be able to do that. But that's not always the case. So, so my question, I was going to put Rashad on the spot as well. Um, one thing that I like to observe when I watch football, like it's not just what's happening on the field, it's what's happening also off the field. And I think, too, you were on when we talked about um, Sidarian, a.k.a. C.D. Lane. <laughs> C.D. <laughs> hey, that name fucked me up. That name no mess. I, I did not know that was his name, though. <laughs> Yes, this is, his name is Sidarian. I never knew that. I never knew that. You you told me that. I know. Look, black people may be very interesting with the names, but I know you did not think his real name was CD. Hey, hey first of all, drop a flex bomb for Shanice because we never knew that was his name. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and for those who don't know, Sidarian is CD Lamb. <laughs> One thing I have noticed specifically on the sidelines and it wasn't just the car. The first time I noticed it was the Cardinals game because they had they had the cameras on him, but it was also the Patriots game in this past San Francisco game, which is CD does not look happy, and 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 to be like to be fully transparent, I know as a receiver, like 
you want the ball. You want the ball. You want to be a difference maker. You want to be the playmaker. And CD is coming up on a contract year, right? And and I don't think he doubts that Dallas would keep him or pay him money, but he wants to be able to, to get top money. He wants the stats, all that stuff. But to me, I always understand when the defense gets very upset with the offense when the offense keeps the defense on the field all the time, right? Those those quick three and outs. And I know, Rashad, you can relate. I worked in athletics, and I was on the sidelines for two years at North Carolina Central. So I remember, and even just being a fan of the game and being at college games, like I remember when the offense has a bad game, defense is pissed, like because you're constantly on the, on field. the field. You know, and I can imagine that – and we'll get to Mike in a second, but – um. I can imagine the irritants that the defense had with that San Francisco game, but CeeDee Lamb looks very unhappy and it's very weird because to me, I'm like, you know, when he having a contract year, maybe he's upset just by the offensive play, but he kind of also looks like he just wants out of Dallas. He looked to me, he looks like he's frustrated with the fact that he has a quarterback that is good, will never be great. And I think he sees the writing is on the wall. Like, this dude is not going to take us very far. And he's not, you know, he's not. And, and granted, CD does get the ball. I think he doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't get a lot of separation. And he doesn't have any flashy plays. Like, the past, I would say the three games I've watched Dallas, I haven't really seen CD have a real flashy play. Um, yeah. what, are your, what are your thoughts about, about CD Lamb and and what you've seen on the sidelines. Um, well, number one, uh, you want to go first, bro? Oh, I know who, who you. Okay, no, you go ahead. I mean, whoever. Was. Right, so, so, so for me, I look. How many eighty eights does Dak have to go through before y'all realize he's scrub? So, um, so with, with, with CD, it's like they're forcing the ball to him when you still got Gallup. Um, I'm forgetting other receivers, Hook. but that, but, yeah. but how do I know y'all receivers? You don't know. No, Brandon. no, I, I, not, because I got Brandy Cooks. Like it's so many others that like, I'm forgetting because I don't have my jump pulled up yeah. on me, but like, it's like Dak has, um, design plays and you could tell they're going straight to CD, but at the end of the day, I would get frustrated too when you don't have a, a offense based around the fact that highlights your skill set. Okay. We don't have a running game. We don't have a passing game. Like CD, I don't ever think was ever really a, a solid number one receiver anyway. Like, but the NFL game has changed from the big receivers to the more finesse receivers. And I think CD Lamb was a, a finesse receiver. I wouldn't have gave him the 88 because he's a finesse receiver. He's not the big old. He's not the big guy. I'm gonna just go up and get it. He's one of those. I'm gonna run this slant. I'm gonna run this dig. I'm gonna run this corner. I'm gonna, like how many times? Like I, I want to say I counted like at least twenty times they try to throw him a screen to get him open. Like bro, the NFL is not about to keep a they, like they practice on that. But um, I can see why he's frustrated because the game plan is not for you, my guy. You're not a number one. You probably won't never be a number one. And it's hard to say that. Like it's hard to say that, but he I don't I don't think that he's a number one. He is a flashy guy, but like he's the type of guy that needs to be in a wide receiver core versus being the number one receiver on the team. So I'll be honest, I I have a little context for the whole like eighty eight thing. Like, you know, they had that um 
that that commercial maybe it was like two seasons ago with yeah. michael irving michael, michael irving drew pearson des bryant cd lamp yeah so i i, I kind of understand the history behind it just just a smidge um i think with cd and again correct me if i'm wrong i felt like he never had a chance to develop into a number one it was like the expectations there just do it because it's all exactly 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 you're right yeah Rashad, were you gonna add to that i agree with this one brian i i thought oh, the brian never should have played a mark cooper yeah that was probably that was one of the weirdest things ever yeah i um i i think i think uh you know there's there's going to be frustration when 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 you're not getting the ball and and when when you're losing that's just that's just going to be how it's going to be but that, that's just the the makeup of the receivers nowadays anyway um whether they're it seems whether they're winning or losing if they're not getting the ball they you know you will see him pouting and and uh a little upset but he looks he literally looks like he does not like being there Bro, like, he's like, always pouting he's always pouting though like can i chime in on this? he's always pouting he rarely blocks what did we get from my other oh, idiot there's a block there's a fight if you knew there's was one-on-one all rumble had to do was look over at him like i bet and he went up top like cd's not that guy that's why i don't think he deserved that 88 but I, i'm biased I think he I think he's a he's a talented receiver. Um I, I think he is. Um and and all all we see um St- Stefan Diggs, he, he Buffalo with all the success they they get and with all the 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 stats that Stefan Diggs puts up, he's a probably one of the top 3 receivers in the league right now, if not the best. An argument can definitely be made. But you see him upset on the sideline all the time. Uh Devontae Smith from from the Eagles uh this past week he was upset and they were they were beating the Rams. so uh it's it's just it's just how it is um receivers they're they're especially they're divas receivers that huh they're divas i'm not going no i'll never say that they're divas but they're they're so competitive and they 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 want to be a part of the game um and uh yeah i mean th- this is what w- w- what we see i wouldn't make a, a big deal out of this this is just something that you see around the league you get these competitive players um they want the ball they want to they they feel like they everybody on that field feels like they can make make the game change in play so so I here's, here's where i would counter that is when stefan diggs did it to josh allen we understood because Josh Allen also wasn't playing well, right? Like we knew mm-hmm. he was also the reason why they had lost, mm-hmm. but he also was feeding him the ball the most, right? Like he is his number one. Josh Allen is nine times out of 10 going to go to him. Like when you looked at the numbers in the stats, there also wasn't a reason for him to be as mad. He was, you know, and, and so that's, to me, that's a little different than what's going on with CD because CD doesn't have the same, the same numbers. Right, like he, he he's not. You said what? No, you're you're right. He like he doesn't have the same numbers. He's not putting up the same stats. And like you said, like you're also in a big, you're in a big market. You're in one of the most popular teams. Like, and again, like you said, like that history behind what the number eighty-eight means. To me, the frustration goes a little bit more than. Hey, bro, I was open. You, you, you didn't do it. Like he looks like, like he don't, 
he don't mess with nobody. Like I like I said, the past three games I've seen him like even when they were winning against the Patriots it wasn't like he was on the sideline he got the biggest teeth in the world like you know when he opens his mouth you're gonna see it like you didn't even see him really excited at during the um in the Patriots game so that's just that's just my oh that's my that's what I noticed that's what I saw so like one the one thing about it is like what's weird to me is because I do look at the roster sometimes I don't see Michael Gallup getting it. I don't see none of the other receivers getting the touches they should. And I feel like Dak is forcing the ball to them because, like, there is that mentality where it's a business. You want your number. And, like, if that comes before winning, then you're going to always lose. Like, what's best for the team? Are you willing to give that block for your running back? Are you willing to do whatever it needs to? Make sure your team wins. So, look, I'm going to do this. We're going to do – I got one more real quick point on Dallas, and then we're going to go ahead and move to to the next uh, subject real quick for Tom. Um, I really want to get just, – just quickly, what are your – what's your opinions on the, the Twitter beef and Michael Parsons and what he said about George Kittle, which, again, George Kittle can do no wrong. I was literally losing my fantasy this week. And George Kittle alone with the three touchdowns allowed me to win by two points. So George oh. Kittle does no wrong for me. But I, I'm, I, I want actually both of y'all opinion to I'll yeah. let you go first real quick on the whole Michael George Kittle thing and what he said. Um, For me, all I would say is like because we live in a world where social media is everything. If you don't approach that man, then you're kind of like a clown to me. And you don't approach him straight up, man, what you, what you, Twitter fingers do what? You, you respond to social media, so what? You take that, you take what he did, and you internalize it, and you go into the gym, you go to practice, and you let him know he did that. And also, and Michael Parsons versus George Kittle, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to approach George Kittle. He looks like I'm one of the white boys who does not give a fuck. I'm just saying, like, you let it be no, all right, we saw what you did, and now we're going to internalize it and then use it for motivation going forward. Ain't no need to be a social media star. You know what I'm saying? For what? Like you already played. Isn't that what Dak said last week? He said you found a way to piss me off. He did say that. Dak did say that. And what he did said, he do? I think he said that was his motivation. And what, what Coach Prime say? Uh it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you don't get you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I don't really have no idea about that. But like, I mean, all that all, all that trolling going back and forth on social media. Okay, so what I'm gonna have to see you one day. I hear you. Rashad, what do you think? Did you yeah, wait? I, did you see or hear what happened? Yeah, yeah. You talking about with him lifting up his shirt? Yeah, and then Michael Parsons went on his and and called out George Kittle and basically yeah. was like, yeah. what do you say? Laugh now, cry later. Um yeah. and you know, we'll we'll get y'all back. Oh, he was he was pretty much talking trash. He, he said it's personal now. He made yeah, it's it. personal now. I don't like it. Um I guess really? I'm not, I, I don't like it from Micah Parsons' standpoint. Like I don't look. I'm I, I'm I guess I'm old school. You you just got your ass kicked. What forty two ten? You like this your off day? This Bam. your off day? Hold on, wait. Can we also add this? Micah Parsons was a non-factor in that game. He was. He was. A and they, were they, they went at him. A non-factor. <laughs> He, you know, he he was, um, 
so I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I guess I'm, 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 I'm getting at that point where I'm old school now. Like if I, it's cool have your podcast, but if if I lose forty two ten, I'm not getting. I'm not worried about that dumbass podcast at that point. Like it, I, I got so much more I need to be doing. And then for him to say, "Oh, it's personal now," because he he lifted up a shirt that said "Fuck Dallas." Now it's personal, <laughs> Mike. Micah, Micah, it should have been personal after they eliminated y'all out the playoffs the past two years. That's when it should have been personal. It should have been very embarrassing. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. It should have been personal Sunday because y'all already they they this team just beat y'all in the playoffs last year. It should have already been personal. Twice. I don't like it in embarrassing fashion. And here's the thing: I'm surprised that Micah had the. Well, one thing, men, y'all will have is audacity in abundance. The fact that he went after George Kittle, who scored 21, like he got in the end zone three times. Right. Like, I was, I think it was the words he, like, when he's like, oh, now you, now you made it personal. Sir, sir, what are you talking about? Right. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's it's good for, it's good for, for clicks. I mean, and it seems like Micah, that, that's what Micah wants. So uh, he, he's going to get the clicks for it. But if we, if we, we, we keeping the main thing, the main thing with it, which is football, I, I don't like it. And you shouldn't, it shouldn't even get to being, per, it's personal. So what you going to do when you, when you plan them, you're going to beat them up. No, you're not. So it's. And this, again, that's this, also George work, Kittle. Work like, it's not small. Right. And it, you're not going to do that. That type of attitude is going to end up getting you personal fouls. That's going to be de- detrimental to your team or it's going to get you overplaying, which is you, you trying to do your, do too much, which is going to be detrimental to the team. It's just like a boxer. Like when they talk all this trash, but when they get in the ring, they can't make it personal because they'll end up trying too hard and get knocked out. Like you got to stay focused. Like it doesn't seem like that's that that's being focused right now. So were I, you a trash talker? Did you talk trash on the field? I you I talk trash on in, in the game, in the game, but I'm not going to I'm not doing no back and forth before the game. I mean, like I mean, when I played this was way before Twitter and all that stuff, and Instagram wasn't popping like it is now. So I'm not talking about know. online. I you no, I'm talking about I thought, I thought like, you meant like Micah Parsons. No, I didn't do no no stuff like that. But on the field, yes, I'm 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 talking I would you. I one talk shit moment. I played for Coolidge, I talked shit against Dunbar, and I would never ever do it again. So I don't talk shit no more. <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, you talk trash, you got to back it up. I think Micah can back it up. I think he's he's an amazing player. I just don't. I don't like it. I mean, just just stay focused. Stay focused. I feel you. That was that was my little talk. Like when I saw it and I, I looked at all of it, I was like, at the end of the day, specifically from Micah, which I personally have not bought into the whole he's the greatest, he's the next L. You know, we need to compare him to LT. Like, <laughs> miss me with all of that. Like. All of that LT talk, Michael Parsons talk, I actually talked to my mom about LT when he played, right? Like, LT is the only and last defensive player. He's the only linebacker. He's the sec, only one of two linebackers who ever gotten league MVP. Now it's in 1986. And talking to my mom about well, how LT, look it up. He is the only. I was saying, Michael Parsons almost kind of was in the talk. Of it, but also people were, t- people were trying to compare him to LT. But when I talked to my mom about 
like I, I asked, I was like, you know, Ma, what was LT like? Like watching him as a player and also like LT literally changed the game. Like from a, a Giants perspective, from a position perspective. And again, as someone who won league MVP and is the last defensive player to win that in literally 37 years, like LT changed the way that position played. And she talked about it and she, you know, went and again, has a ring and all stuff like I, I think when it comes to these younger players, like to me, from Micah Parsons and what he wants to be, and, and again, I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying he's a star. We don't know where his his star can go, right? But when we're talking about certain players, Hall of Fame players, like to me, be the best defensive player, be the best at your position with those who are also doing it right now. And when you have these games and you can be neutralized when you're going up against teams that are just as stacked as you guys and you can be isolated and, and again, neutralized, like, miss me with, like, comparing yourself to legends, yeah. especially but, a giant but, legend. And, and, and it's like, you, you give greatness after you've already done it. You don't give exactly. greatness while it's happening. Like, we didn't know. We haven't even gotten a big contract yet. Like, y'all talking about him like he the like, LT? Nah. But there's like the Ravens defense got it once they won the whole ship. We know that the Ravens defense won the Super Bowl. And we like think about Legion of Boom, right? Like that happened after when they won the Super Bowl. Was it Trent Dilfer? Who the fuck was the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. No, you said when the Ravens won, no, Joe Flacco yeah. was the uh, quarterback. No, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. This was this was back in like the 2000s, oh. early 2000s. Yeah. The defense won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was Trent Dilfer. Uh, also Charles won Dilfer. the Super Bowl. Their defense won yeah. it. Yeah, no, they was but, legit. like you said. I mean, and and that was my thing. Like when you talk, and and that's what that's how I feel about like when you when Mike is piping up and saying, "Oh, we got the greatest, the greatest." Like, show us. You I, like I don't care. You can say you got the greatest. I think I'm the finest bitch out here in the world. Like, but you gotta prove it. Like, you gotta show up. You gotta do it. And that's where I mean, I am. But like, that's 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 my only thing about Micah in the talking. Like, and, and specifically talking after that kind of loss, and 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 how embarrassing that loss against the Cardinals was as well. Like, you gotta show it. Like yeah. and and you you just gotta show it. Um. So look, we'll 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 move on to. We only gonna be able to hit one topic before we talk about week six. Um. Right now, ooh, which one do I want to do? Which one do I want to do? Uh, let's do let's do playoffs. So we're gonna talk a little early playoff picture. And yes, I know it's only been five weeks, but I feel like we're now at a point where. The good teams are separating themselves from the bad teams, right? Like, we know the bad teams in the league right now. My Giants are one of the bad teams in the league. The Vikings, the Patriots, the Patriots are, I am, I'll be honest, I am shocked at how bad they are. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked about the Vikings. I Fuck the Patriots. I'm shocked yeah. about the Vikings. I, 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 was, I was legitimately shocked at, at some of these teams that are on the list, but when we look early playoffs, let's let's start NFC because mm-hmm. I think NFC is a little easier to me. San Francisco, you know, I felt like it was lauded to Dallas as a statement game. It was to me, it was a statement game for San Francisco. They are hands down the best team in the NFC and and maybe even the best team in the league. They are dominating on every single front. Um, 
I, I, I think the Brock Purdy conversation should really be deaded. Like he's good. Like he's not a flu. He, he's very, very good. Like some of those throws and those tight windows. I mean, hell, there were two throws I thought would have got picked off, which mm -hmm. Dallas normally does, and it it didn't. Um, San Francisco to me by far is one of the best teams in the NFC. I, I see them in that number one spot. Philly is five and zero, even though they don't feel like a five and zero team. Um, I still would put Dallas is is kind of right in that that same mix, but. We don't have consistency with Dallas, but I, I want to get y'all's opinion on a, a very early, if you will, playoff look. Like, what are you guys seeing as far as best teams, worst teams in the NFC? Um, I'll, I'll go ahead. I, I uh, kick it off. I, I mean, right now, I think. Right now, I think uh, four. You're gonna have four division champions. Mm -hmm. um, San Francisco is going to win NFC West. We know that. Uh, Eagles probably will win the NFC East. Uh, Detroit Lions, I, I think. Oh, absolutely. They look good. Um, I so, had Detroit taking the North. Yeah, they'll they'll take the North. And um, Tampa, Tampa Baker Baker's looking pretty good. Um, uh, Baker's looking pretty good. I know. I know that sounds crazy to say, but he's playing good football, and good football wins games. Uh, I think uh, Tampa Tampa Bay will win the South. Um, well, now, who are they playing? Uh, I think then they beat uh, they beat uh, um, New Orleans, right? The, the, um, they beat New Orleans, but they also beat Chicago barely. Well, I'm gonna say barely, but they beat Chicago and they barely beat Minnesota. Minnesota, I mean, the only competitive team they technically played was Philly and they lost. And they lost. Okay, yeah, I, I still like them. I, I think they're playing good football. I think they have a good team, and they they got have a, a solid defense too. Uh, and um, uh, their coach is a, a defense comes from has a defensive background, so I like that. I, and it, it, some of that's just by I, I don't really like. I mean, we know Carolina's not doing nothing in that division. Um, uh, Atlanta, I think Atlanta will eventually fall off. And it's really between the Saints and 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 Tampa. And I, so far, this is all. It's like Stephen A. said. This is fluid. This is fluid. It's fluid. It's fluid. I think. I think, uh, I think Tampa Bay right now is is the what I see. I see them winning that division. When you come to the wild cards, I like I like Dallas in there. I'm, I, I I might be a little biased. I like I like the Commanders taking one of those three uh, wild card positions, and right, I, you you and Savin, Avi. Hey hey, <laughs> and I like I, the Ram. The Rams look pretty good too. I mean they they um ah huh. so like you're taking the Rams over 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 New Orleans over Seattle. Oh, I was gonna say Seattle. Oh right, that's true. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Seattle. 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 Commanders. Dallas. They're, those are three wild card teams. Okay. With the Rams. With Rams. Right. Right there. They. They might knock Dallas out. Cause yeah, I, I ain't too high on Dallas. So Dallas might get knocked out by the Rams. But yeah, those. Those. That's how I see the playoff picture in the NFC. Uh oh. Oh, we just lost to. I saw him freeze, so he must have popped off. Um. Okay, so what now? I, I want to do NFC because I feel like NFC is a little easier. Okay. AFC. Because here's the thing: AFC, the AFC doesn't. Oh wait, hold on. Let's 
Yeah, see, but that, that, was my, that, that was my fault. My fault. I was trying to read the comments, but it won't let me see. Oh, yeah. oh, my bad. I'll try to pop them up a little bit more. Um, so, so well, before we go to AFC, go ahead. Um, so who do you have in FC? Like, what are you thinking? Again, we know it's fluid. We know it's we. It's been five weeks. Honestly, have- I mean, I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, and hopefully, y'all can quote me on this. So, like, if it ever happens and I go against it, y'all can tell me I'm wrong. I think the Eagles got something special going on. I do, I do. Um, because you know the NFC East, we beat up on each other, like, because like, to me, it's fifty-fifty with us and the Commanders. Can y'all see it? I, I wanted to bring the yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it up so um, everybody can see. Okay. Yeah, all right. So yeah, it's fifty-fifty with us and the Commanders, but like because the Eagles are beating teams, and not just, they not just run over teams; they're actually finding a way to win. I would rather go with them than I would with the 49ers because the 49ers are running away with shit. And it's just like until somebody figures out how to punch their ass in the mouth, you know what I mean? It's like, to me, the Eagles have more of a uh, will to win than I see. And to me, I'm built off that. Like, it's like, look, we're going to win by any means necessary. When they go up against, did, did they already play the 49ers or no? Eagles no. haven't. No, they they don't play the 49ers until week okay. 13 or something like that. God damn. Okay. Either way, I think that um it kind of works out in our favor, but like the 49ers, they're good, but I think the Eagles have the will to win. And uh, to me, they're the they're the test of who we need to be worried about. The Eagles, the Eagles play the 49ers on December 3rd. My nephew's And mind you, I, I'm not giving them credit. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm no. just trying to give credit where to do like they find a way to win. Yeah. Well, I, I so I agree. A little more battle tested. Yeah, but yeah, battle tested. Yeah. And they're just a tougher team. Like they play a very physical game, right? Like we saw what they did to 49ers in the NFC championship game. So, like I said, they don't play until the third. So, I'm like, no, my nephew's birthday is on the first. Someone else's birthday is on the third of December. Can't think of who, but um, that's when they play. And, I mean, that's that's definitely a circle game. Like, we're, wa- we're all sitting around. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I got to see this shit. Yeah. Like, and the thing yeah, about I think that game is going to be interesting is because of how late in the season is, like, that, to me, that's going to more than likely be a game of playoff positioning. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a game of is San Francisco one or is you know if you know if they consistently both are good and dominant mm-hmm. who's gonna be one and two I think that's mm-hmm. what that game is gonna look like by December <clears throat> for sure so I'm a um I, I I don't have much different from you guys I think the only teams in my opinion from this that you do have to take into consideration on the wild card side like you said I think divisional standings will more than likely be what they are mm-hmm. to me on the wild card side i don't think anyone really is coming out of the nfc north in the wild card i mean watching the little bit of green bay i saw like yeah I, I my thing about jordan love is unfortunately it's a franchise that had two great hall of fame quarterbacks that's really that's really hard to come behind like that's like just on some real like that's really hard for jordan love to come in to again another big franchise, big name franchise in the league, coming behind you know welfare check Brett Favre and Kooky yeah. Aaron Rodgers, and then try to come in and be great, right? Like he doesn't yeah. have an opportunity to 
develop or be okay. Like he's yeah, afraid. and Green Bay like, not gonna allow you to do that. Like just be okay. Like there just isn't. There's not time, especially because he sat behind Aaron so long as a rookie. Like this is kind of his prove it year. Um. So, but I don't see Green Bay really coming out of it. Um. And to be honest, I don't believe in Atlanta. I think they have something outstanding with Bijan Robinson as a running back. Like that kid oh, he's is special. he's special. Crazy good. Um, mm-hmm. it, like he is five but, years though. Only and, and, five years. Yeah, and and unfortunately, with running backs, we know what what that market looks like in in the longevity in the shelf life they have. To me, I think when it comes to wild card, like you said, it more than likely is going to be a race similar to the end. Um, it's going to be between Seattle. I think Washington definitely is a big contender for the wild card. Again, Washington needs to get consistent. They're wildly inconsistent. Washington has to get consistent. I think Seattle, and like you said, the Rams. The Rams have, even though they lost, I think getting Cooper cut back and Puka Nakua, like, that can be a very deadly team if they really get, like, if they really, really get going. That's the team I think um, is is definitely underrated. But now they got two weapons that, I mean, are just good. I mean, hell, Cooper Cup's the reason why they got to the Super Bowl, let alone one. So um, that's kind of how I feel about them. I think the AFC pitch is a little tougher, but what do y'all have as far as early, early kind of thoughts on the playoffs? AFC side. Mm. Well, Miami. Miami. <laughs> so you think Miami's going to be consistent to beat out Buffalo? Nah, um, nah I, was, I was just joking. But no. Miami, Miami Chiefs. Buffalo, but the, yeah, um, and Oakland looks good too. So hold on, you said <laughs> so. Who do you think is taking the AFC East? You got Miami, or you said Miami or Buffalo? Because Miami, Miami, my they, they AFC South, right? AFC East. They're, yeah. they're oh Buffalo. shit, my bad, my bad, my bad. The Jets. Yeah, the Jets aren't. The Jets aren't happy. That's not happening. Um, even with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not looking at it right. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. It's small. You need me to make it bigger? No, you good. Okay. Um, good. Shit, so, yeah. so here's the thing. The AFC North, I think, is a toss-up. Um, even though, you know, the Bengals won last uh yesterday. Mm. Um, yeah, they no, they won on Sunday. Um and everybody's like, see, Joe Burrow's back, and he's going to bring them back like he did last year. They just have a slow start. Like, I don't know if Lightning's going to strike twice for the Bengals. If it does, then again, then you have to continue to put Joe Burrow in that talk of MVP if he's really able to come back. Um, I just don't think he's 100% healthy, and the Bengals just don't look that great. But, you know, time will tell. Um, hey, question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was today years old when I realized – that the Indianapolis Colts are in the AFC South and the Buffalo and the Miami Dolphins weren't. I was today years old. Sorry. Sorry. This is you go add that in the bloopers. I was today years old. I did not know that. So it's because the AFC is I'm looking at it, it doesn't make no weird. sense. It doesn't make sense kind of like our division. No, it, it just it doesn't make sense sometimes. Um that's why I also put it up here because I don't be knowing. Um my, my bad, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. So wait. Who do you have for AFC South? Potentially. You want Rashad? You go ahead, Sean. No, it's you. Uh, it's, it's me. Uh, um, AFC South. Yes. Ah, shit. 
I mean, I don't pay much attention to them, but I guess I would have to go with Jacksonville because I, I don't I don't watch any AFC South games. I'm sorry, they're they're irrelevant to me. You should watch Houston Texans. I'm not gonna lie, yeah, it's good. a they're a very fun team to watch, and they got your old tight end Dalton Schultz, who I have no clue why y'all let him go, but I, I um, don't money, money, money. But yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Doing money. But they like yeah. the tight ends. I, th- I think they, y'all got some young tight ends that y'all like too. So yeah. And then it's Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati in the AFC North. Ooh, Pittsburgh surprised the shit out of me because I thought I thought. The Ravens was gonna run away with this division. Um, I think I think Baltimore gonna figure it out. Baltimore has to figure it out because they also pay Lamar a lot of money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As he deserved. He deserved it. <laughs> he deserved, yeah. he but I also think, like, if you think about all these quarterbacks that got paid, the only person who's technically performing is Jalen. Well, his fine self. So. Um. Who you, do you, know, you, you, you gonna, hey, would you want to give them the massages? I'm going to tell you this. You know what, too? We're going to talk off camera. but uh, We're going to talk off camera. Anyway. <laughs> anyways, um, Till you got me distracted. Um, <laughs> out of the AFC, though, who are we looking at wild cards? Because to me, I think Miami is going to be a wild card. I think Buffalo is going to. I think Buffalo inevitably will get um, the AFC East. Mm-hmm. I, I see Miami as a wild card. No, um, I got, I got, um, I got Miami winning that division. I think, I mean, a, a, like you said, AFC, AFC, uh, not the whole AFC conference is going to be pretty tough because, um, because even some of these teams at the bottom right now can. You can you 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 have to be on your A game to go play some of these teams like the the Bengals, uh, I mean Jets even with uh, Zach Wilson because of their defense you know it's not a, a gimme win so yeah that's you, true you know even even uh, the New England they they they're terrible but you can I'm not going to go against uh, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick stealing some games from some of these teams I'm just I'm not t- I'm not having the New England Patriots make a run for the playoffs or anything like that. But I, I'm just saying they're going to affect the playoff picture because I can see, I mean, you could see uh, some of these Jacksonville could, could lose to uh, any given Sunday. I think new England can beat any of these teams just, just based off of a scheme that Bill Belichick puts together. So I just think that a- all I'm saying is the AFC East, I mean, not the AFC East, excuse me, the whole AFC I think they're going to beat up on each other throughout the year. But uh, when it gets down to it, I think Miami takes the the AFC uh, East. Just They did lose to uh, uh, Buffalo, but that was at Buffalo. So now Buffalo has to go to, to Miami and play. So um, I think I think they split. Um, and Miami's just looking really good offensively. Hey, hey, bro, hey Brody, I, th- I think Bill Belichick, this is his off year. Yeah, it's that one. This, this, this is that one. This is that yeah, one. No, yeah. It's definitely his one, but <laughs> just that one. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, right now they got one win. I, I can see them winning five five games on the whole season, which is a terrible year. But I'm just saying, Nate, when you when you go, I I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo goes to uh, New England and and don't come away with a win, just because. Uh, but that would be more Josh Allen and and Buffalo than it would be the Patriots. I, I, I just I just don't see nobody on the Patriots roster 
that can allow Bill Belichick to do what he wants him to do. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Bill yeah, Belichick yeah. is who he is. I just can't name not one player on that team that would be able to no, do no. that. Uh, yeah, they depleted a talent. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying this is a good team by any means, any stretch. I'm yeah, just, that's, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying if you if you you look at their record and you you take them lightly going into New England, they can they can get you. They can get you. That's all I'm saying. So I mean, you you might have to ask the Raiders if they believe that from last year. But I, I'll say I, I think the surprise here's my I, I agree with most of y'all. The only surprise team I will say that I could see making the playoffs this I know year. You're gonna say, I know you're gonna say who you just said them Texans. Yes. And the reason why I'm looking at their schedule, their schedule's not obviously because of what you know their their schedule has been the past their uh, seasons have been the past few years. They don't really have a very tough road, um, and and some of these teams obviously you know there's going to be movement. Some are going to fall off and all this other stuff. I could see the Texans being like the Jags last year that have a good run at the end and literally eat their way right into the playoff. Like that last wild card spot, because I definitely think, I believe D'Amico Ryans did a great job in the draft. He had a million draft picks. Um, I think they, you know, with them having Dalton Schultz there, who is a very talented tight end and they, they, out of the rookie QBs, they got it right. They got it right with CJ Stroud. I, I watched half of their game and I'm hoping to catch their a full game to really see how good this kid is, like in totality. But I, I think they have a good thing at coaching, um, at, at the coaching spot and also at um at the quarterback spot. And and they're hot. Nobody, I mean, most of the ASC, I mean, nobody's really talking about them, but I definitely think there's a lot there. Um, but look, we we are wildly over time, but we're gonna get right into next week. We're gonna talk week six. We're gonna talk week six. Uh Rashad, I'm gonna let you go first. We got Washington versus Atlanta. Tell us how you feel about your team. Uh I'm feeling confident. Um, like I said, you got... said that last week. Oh, he did, he did. No, yeah. I mean, and he should have said it. And we're we gonna keep the confidence rolling. We're gonna keep the confidence rolling. Um like I said, we got like a little mini buy in there. We 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 got some extra week. time. We got got the long week. We got extra time to plan for Atlanta. Um, we're not going to take them lightly. Um, we got we want to get that that nasty taste out of our mouth. Um, pause. Pause. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why is that a pause? Why is that a? Oh, okay, I got it. I think I got it. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. I, I, got it. I don't know. Okay, maybe you know. I didn't. You know we 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 we're gonna see what we made out of um and i think we're gonna come oh to play. i just got it okay i got it i think, I I think, we, I think we're gonna i think we're gonna come to play i think we're gonna make some adjustments um we, we're gonna put our players in better positions we, we we still learning uh we got the young rookie uh emmanuel forbes uh we're gonna we're we gonna coach him up uh and i think we're gonna put him in better positions to to make plays and get his confidence back uh i think we're gonna dial up some more blitzes um and yeah uh the coaches the coaches are on the hot seat i think um you know because because this like i said this 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 talent i mean this talent on this team is there so when those are the cases the coaches are the ones that are going to be put on the hot seat for for the the bad performances so um i like us uh going to atlanta it's we're gonna have we got a lot of people traveling uh from from the dmv area to go down there so i think no, I'm not going. But I, I think the 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 
the the commander nation is gonna be loud and then is that a thing no it's not i just said that <laughs> but yeah i think we, we're gonna be and I, I heard a lot of people going to at atlanta for y'all game yeah, even, like, even backyard going down there yeah, backyard going down there so i know wait, it's gonna be, what wait wait yeah, wait, wait, backyard, wait. Going. backyard going down there <laughs> okay so I, I think uh I think I think we I think we we pull it off. I think we pull it off this week. All right. So your next Dallas versus Dallas is still on the West Coast. They're playing the Chargers. So this is uh Kellen Moore. Y'all gonna see y'all OOC. What you got? Um I think that our defense will do what our defense does and they will put on their best performance. And I don't foresee anything happening other than our defense showing off. If I'm being honest, if so, I'm being honest, so, I, 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 that's all I see. Dak so may get like a that. Dak may get like a rain may get like a slant, and then like his CD may take it to the house. He may get a screen to Pollard. He take it to the house. Outside of that, I don't really see nothing else other than our defense just. Playing a good game. That's why I'm mad with it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I don't want to say on lackluster, but that's literally what I see. I don't, I don't, he ain't shown me nothing. I don't know if I'm tripping. If the whole world is just, Dak hasn't shown me nothing. If he wants to do something, like I, I need him to thread a needle down the sideline to the best wide receiver or throw me a post route, a post corner, something like call an audible, do something. Outside of that, I see my defense. Stepping up, to, stepping up to the challenge of the Chargers, and um, yeah, and so, I play. So you're not worried that you know being that Kellen Moore has worked with Dak, knows, you know he knows Dak right. He knows how well and how not so great. You don't think that gives LA a little bit of an advantage? Um, it could be. I mean, but they're not calling the same plays, but. Unless, I mean, he would have to literally tell the defense exactly every court. Is it court? How you say it? Quirks? Quirks? Yeah. Quirk, every like one of his little nuances. Yeah. Like, to make the defense do it. Like, I mean, my, my deepest fear is Dak not stepping up to the pressure. Okay. Straight up. That, that's it. But if, I, I think, I, I bet my money on my defense this time around. I, that's what I believe. I bet my money on my defense. Oh, Micah, I hear you. Micah saying, come see me. Um, look, I'll, I'll close it out with, with my Giants and Buffalo. Right now, Saquon, we don't know if he's playing. He's been week to week. And I'm pretty sure he's sitting on the sidelines like, no, I'm good. Y'all yeah. go ahead. <laughs> he's not. He's in no rush to get on the field. Um, and Daniel Jones is. He ain't messing up with that trade value. <laughs> yeah, like, but look, don't, too, don't be getting me started. Cause don't start me. Um, but also Daniel Jones is injured. Um, obviously not seasoning or anything, but the last I checked this afternoon, um, Brian Dable, our coach didn't say whether he is or is not going to be playing against Buffalo. I'm pretty sure Tyrod more than likely will get the start. Um, yeah. which is, is, it's literally because Daniel it's a shoulder. I think it's a shoulder or neck injury. And I mean, he's a quarterback. Like you, you really can't try to tough through something like that. So there's just really no hope in us winning it, unless 
No chance. Like, <laughs> I think the only chance of getting knocked wait, wait, wait. out. Who y'all playing play again? We play Buffalo. Buffalo. And I mean, we have to go to Buffalo. I would like, say give your best effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said. Any if, given Sunday. Like I said, if the only way we're going to win is if Josh Allen loses game. Y'all you know what I'm saying? Like, Sunday, this is this game is for Josh Allen to lose. It, like, he would have to lose the game. But see, this, this is where it's fucked up. Y'all fucking run and win this game. Said, you know what I'm saying? And then everybody on Monday be like, two, two, <laughs> two, two. Now, you know me. I like you. I'm a very much so a realist of my team. If we were to win, if say we won in like very field goal, 60 yards out, like the Vikings did us last year, and we won by by one. More than likely, the conversation we'll be having this exact same time next week is well, that's because Josh Allen was trash. He he gave us two pick sixes, and like it would have to be, it wouldn't be our team rising up yeah. behind Tyrod Taylor without literally two yeah. of our better players. Oh, oh right? so that, so that, that's how on that Tyrod Taylor is a starter. Tyrod is our backup, so yeah, he's probably better than. Him. So he's he, he start, he starting. Yeah, more than likely. Oh shit. Yeah, like I said, as of this afternoon, Daniel Jones is still questionable, so I'm. Who be on route for everybody's black? I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I think I think he he gives y'all a better shot than uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's just like you ain't got nothing to lose, my guy. Really? <laughs> well, is old and fragile, like, and we don't have a good O line, so that's not really promising. Do me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. There you go. And you know, it's a homecoming for Tyrod. Like I said, it may Tyrod may go to Buffalo and want to prove something, right? Like he may want to go and just ball out, but there would have to be more elements going against Buffalo. For mm-hmm. us to win, and that like yeah. that's just the that's just the honest to God, especially, especially with Buffalo coming off a loss too. So it's like right, like they're going, yeah. yeah. And again, it's and they're at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If they're at home, it's not like the weather could potentially be a factor. Which again, they they're used to playing in cold weather, so we will probably still have the the they would still have the upper hand. But <laughs> you know, listen, it is what it is. And who? Oh, wait, who's Philly play? The Jets. Okay, yeah, we already know uh, what that is. Uh, we yeah. already know what that is. <laughs> it's like yeah, Philly's get- playing the Jets. Like, I mean, yeah. It ain't, yeah. Um, but look, y'all, I appreciate it. I know we started a little late and it was a little rocky getting on, but that's what happens when you have a live show every week and it's a work week mm-hmm. and traffic is trash. So, but I appreciate both of y'all coming on too. Thank you for coming on last minute for me. Okay, Rashad, as always, this is, it's fun. Um, actually, yeah. hold on, since I have you, we watching, we watching the Giants Washington game together, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we gotta talk more about it, but we so you gonna come? Also, also, I want to say just send me a text or, or or DM me. Also, the Super Bowl is on my birthday, and Usher's performing on my birthday, so I'm excited. Burr, 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 burr. Drop a flex <laughs> bomb. But who you gonna hang? I don't give a shit who's performing. Who's <laughs> that man? Who who's in the Super Bowl? Oh my gosh! So are you gonna hang with us for this Washington Giants game? Yeah, with, with that this weekend, right? Next nah, Sunday. two weeks. Two weeks. Next Sunday. All right, but I'm, I'm with the shits. Yeah. Oh, hey, I, I, can I can I drop a bar? That's dope. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Tell yes to tell folks how they can find you. Oh wait, no, no. You. 
I, I go to Crystal City Sports Pub. Um, oh, hey, no, no, no. We, uh, we we go to Dudley's right around the corner. Which which one is that? Oh That's uh, shoot, Dudley is is that joint? Uh, I go to the one right there by Crystal on like off Route One when you get past Pentagon City. Crystal City Sports Pub right there. I didn't on, know uh, we still live, right? Oh, oh, sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, all right, all right. We, we, we'll talk off air. All right, man. Oh, you catch me at you can you can catch me at, at to the creator on Instagram at to the creator. And then also, if you want to see my work, go to at New Impressions, New Impressions TV on YouTube. Thank you, guys. I appreciate y'all. Rashaga. New Impressions with a Z. Yeah. Hey, nah. Uh, you can you can follow me on Facebook, Rashad Fox, or uh, Instagram. If you're yeah, eight uh, years old and you're looking for a yeah, sugar yeah, baby, you can follow you're, Rashad. You're a little more old old school. Facebook. I do got an Instagram, but I ain't really, I ain't on it yet. It's, it's new. So Rashad. Oh my fine. God. Again, Instagram. he, he has a Benjamin Button disease. He's really 80 right now. He <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey, look, you ever try Facebook dating, baby? You find, you find a woman that means something, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't <laughs> look, it was great. Thank y'all for hanging out with me. It's Let's Talk Dang. Football with Shawnee's and friends, my friends too, Rashad. Y'all have a good one.